Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of 2 Corinthians, or the epistle of 2 Corinthians. Uh, last time we had read chapter 4, where Paul talks about his ministry and how we look to things which are um, which are unseen, that are everlasting and invisible and imperishable. Those are the things that we look for. Um, meaning we look for, in life we look for the spiritual things, the important things, not the, not the material outward appearance of things or the material things in the world. So we're ready to read Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5. And... Uh, Paul is going to continue to speak kind of in that vein. You'll see what we're, what we're talking about here. So it's uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. For we know that if the earthly tent, our physical body, which is our house, is torn down through death, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For indeed, in this house we groan, longing to be clothed with our immortal, eternal, celestial dwelling, so that by putting it on, we will not be found naked. So we would rather have that immortal, eternal house or tent, so to speak, that, that glorified uh, body, that heavenly body. Okay, for, for while we are in this tent, we groan, being burdened, often weighed down, oppressed. Not that we want to be unclothed, separated by death from the body, but to be clothed so that what is mortal, the body, will be swallowed up by life after the resurrection. Now I am reading in the Amplified Bible again, and um, a, lot of, a lot of this may sound strange the way the wording is, but we're still really just getting to the fact that we would want to be in that heavenly body. We would want, you know, it would be much better to uh, be in that resurrected body after everything and we're in heaven. Okay. <clears throat> now, verse 5. Now, he who has made us and prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave us the Holy Spirit as a pledge, a guarantee, a down payment on the fulfillment of his promise. So then, being always filled with good courage and confident hope, and knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, and that's talking about our physical body here, for we walk by faith, not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. We are, as I was saying, of good courage and confident hope, and prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. We would prefer to be in heaven with the Lord. Therefore, whether we are at home on earth or away from home and with him, being the Lord, it is our constant ambition to be pleasing to him. For we, believers, will be called to account and must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may be repaid for what has been done in the body. <coughs> Pardon me. 
Okay, so that each one may be repaid for what has been done in the body, whether good or bad. That is, each will be held responsible for his actions, purposes, goals, motives, the use or misuse of his time, opportunities, and abilities. Therefore, since we know the fear of the Lord and understand the importance of obedience and worship, we persuade people to be reconciled to him, but we are plainly known to God, he knows everything about us, and I hope that we are plainly known also in your consciences, you know, your God-given dis discernment, and there's no you know there, that was me, um, and I hope that we are plainly known also in your conscience consciences, your God-given discernment, we are not command, commending ourselves to you again, but are giving you an occasion to be rightfully proud of us so that you will have an answer for those who take pride in outward appearances, the virtues they pretend to have, rather than what is actually in, in heart. If we are out of our mind, just unstable fanatics, as some critics say, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for your benefit. For the love of Christ controls and compels us, because we have concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, so that those... Let me say that again. And he died for all, so that all those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for their sake. So from now on, we regard no one from a human point of view according to worldly standards and values. Though we have known Christ from a human point of view, now we no longer know him in this way. And that's true. We do not know Jesus in a human way in that standpoint because we never, we never got to meet him or be with him as the apostles, disciples, and all those folks did. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in to join him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, have passed away. Behold, new things have come, because spiritual awakening brings a new life. But all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, making us acceptable to him and gave us the ministry of reconciliation so that by our example we might bring others to him. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, but canceling them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation, that is, restoration to favor with God. So we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through us, we, as Christ's representatives, plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. He made Christ, who knew no sin, to judicious okay, hold on a second. He made Christ who knew no sin to judicially be sin on our behalf, so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Now that is the end of chapter 5. There is a lot here, but the theme, the, 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 whole, the whole thing here is how we long to be with the Lord, we, we long to have the, uh, to, to move on from this world, to be with 
God and the Lord in heaven. Um, and to do so, you know, we obey God's will and we're trying, we're striving to um, follow him because we know that all will go before the judgment seat and all will, you know, all will be repaid as it says here. Um, so uh, God knows everything about us. He knows all of that about us and we, uh, um, we are trying in our hearts to really be you know, followers of Jesus to do what we should do, you know, um, instead of taking some sort of pride in outward appearances, we're trying to actually have God's law in our heart, you know, the law of love to, to look out for each other, to take care of each other. And, um, you know, we don't get to know Jesus from a human point of view, but we do know him as our savior and we are a new creature born into him spiritually by being baptized being um, by coming to him and uh, repenting and changing to follow Jesus because that's really what it comes down to is we're we're repenting of uh, the way we've been the way we maybe the way we think the way we are the way the things we've said and done but we're repenting to change and to become a follower of Jesus and to follow his example and so this whole ministry is of reconciliation everything about this is about you know God reconciling us to him so that we would be um, counted as righteous not that we will ever be perfect people and follow Jesus so well that we never need forgiveness but just so that through Jesus he gives us that forgiveness that that reconciliation to him so that we can be the children of God and uh, that is really the whole idea here and that's why our all our ministry everything we do for God and for the Lord is really a ministry of reconciliation to get people to come back to God to come to God because originally God made people with the idea that they would be his his children his followers would be his and that you know everybody through Adam straight off and now through Jesus we have that avenue to go back to God and be reconciled to him so all right so that is chapter 5 of 2nd Corinthians it's not too long uh, but it has a very good message and explanation of uh, why we look to the heavenly things and we don't really look at the outward appearance here and uh, we really focus on the spiritual things and following Jesus and and maintaining our reconciliation with God and uh, and also helping to uh, bring others into reconciliation with God to to gain that salvation that Jesus paid the price for all of us all right well thank you for listening Hope you have a wonderful day, and remember, God loves you.